0: of my podcast, The Contemplating Christian. So, I wanted to really talk about the elections, but I feel like the Lord is leading me to a whole different conversation. More so about trusting in Him. Now, as we're watching this play out, we clearly see that there's a lot of fraud going on. If you've been watching any of the hearings, it's pretty obvious from what we saw in Pennsylvania, what we saw in Arizona yesterday, and even when we saw in Michigan, the Democrats had a plan that was well thought out, in a sense, um, I don't think they cared about getting caught, because if you think about it from the perspective of what we saw with Epstein, that clearly they don't care. For them to be able to essentially, what I believe, kill somebody in a prison cell, in federal prison, one of the most should have been highly monitored inmates that they had in the world, they allowed this man to commit suicide. Then the way they set it up, it was so obvious if you looked at this situation, there's no way you could have looked at that and said that this man actually committed suicide from the fact that he was on suicide watch and he was immediately for some reason taken off suicide watch. Then after he was taken off suicide watch, he then was allowed sheets and materials to commit suicide then he was not monitored. Then the people who were monitoring him went to sleep. And then something happened to the video camera footage that was supposed to be monitoring him as well. So, at that point, the fact that we didn't challenge that as Americans, and we just kind of made it like a little joke, like, you know, he didn't kill himself. That's what we were putting all over the internet. It was funny at the time in the sense that we saw that these people were clearly evil. And we apparently, to me, we co-signed it. We co-signed it in the sense that we didn't raise, we didn't raise hell. I mean... We knew what this man was accused of. All of us did. Anybody with any type of sense knew this man was accused of crimes against children to the degree that it should have been just astronomically impossible that he was not convicted and prosecuted, prosecuted and convicted. He should have been in prison for the rest of his life or, for us, I'm concerned. This should have been an issue where you had a death penalty. However, we allowed them to go in and essentially kill a witness, to kill a witness to their own crimes, and they did it so blatantly, so in our face. I mean, there was no way that people have videos and making jokes about it, and we talked about it, and we just let these people do that without really pushing back in the way that we should have. So now that we get to this election. It just becomes very obvious that the way that they did this, they didn't care. They didn't care if they got caught. They didn't care if anybody knew about it. They didn't care about all the people that they would have to employ to do this. I mean, the witnesses that are coming forward are saying stuff that's just completely mind-boggling. They erased images of ballots. They uh, just found ballots from nowhere. The ballots weren't even handled. They were in pristine shape. They didn't check signatures of the ballots. They marked only Joe Biden as candidate, nobody else. It looked like it was marked by a computer and not an actual person. I mean, just the stories, just the blatant... Just We're not going to let you watch. We're going to let you watch, but only from 200 feet. We're not even going to ad, ad, uh, adhere to the court ruling that says you're supposed to watch. We're going to bar you from the room. We're going to count ballots in the back room without you even watching. We're going we're gonna to not even allow you to see what we're doing. We're going to keep you at such a distance that you got to use binoculars. I mean, the stuff is insane. We saw this all play out on election day. After Election Day and all the way through these hearings, what do you get from that? The devil is bold. Okay, listen, Satan, when he controls everything, because we have to understand what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a spiritual battle. It's spiritual. This is not a man battle. We keep thinking of it as we need to get the Democrats. We need to get the CCP. We need to know we need to understand that a demonic Force has been released into the earth that is something we have never seen before. Something we couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine this scenario, even knowing that they were probably cheap going into the election. I never thought it would be so blatant, just so in your face. Why is that? Well, I've been studying Exodus with my daughter and my son, and from what we gathered, is that the devil just don't care. I mean, he just don't care. He just don't care. What happened in the story of Exodus if you would have I'm sure everybody has probably read it is that God basically wants to demonstrate his greatness. He wants the world to know, and it talks about specifically the Egyptian Egyptians, but it's not just the Egyptians, it's all of us. He wants us to know, even today in 2020, that He is God. He is great, He is magnificent. When the decks are stacked all the way against him, that is when he shows up. That's when he comes out and lets you know, hey, look, I want you to understand, I'm God. That's why he tells us to be still. Be still, don't stress, don't worry about it, don't trip. I got you. So when he calls Moses to do something that is completely insane at the time, he calls Moses, who is a man who is on the run from the government essentially, on the run for committing murder, who is out in the wilderness acting as a shepherd, right? He calls him in such a grand way in the sense that he calls them from a bush that is burning, that's not burning up. I mean, come on. That's just in that set si- in that situation. That's in that's insane. That's something we couldn't even comprehend. I couldn't comprehend walking by a bush and seeing a bush that's burning and the bush is not being burnt. I, I don't even know what I was. I would be scared. OK, which is exactly what Moses was. I would be afraid of that. And then Out of that situation, the bush starts speaking to me. Come on, come on, come on. People, God wants you to know I can do whatever I want to do. If I want to make the rocks cry out, I'll make the rocks cry out. I will use whoever I want to use for my purpose and for my glory. Because at the end of the day, what is God really doing? He wants you to know, hey, all of what you're talking about, all of what you've been worried about in 2020, all of that, what you have worked for in your life that you have put above me, I'm tearing it down. I'm tearing down every idol. I'm tearing down every, um, everything that you have basically decided is your God, your job, your money, your influence, your cars, right? I want you to know all of that don't matter. None of that matters. So when he came to Moses, he was letting Moses know, whatever you think you've done that you claim has got you to this place, it was really me. I drew you out so I could use you for my glory i had set you aside for my purpose all the way at your birth so moses even at his birth that he was set apart for the work of this what god had called him to do which was to be a prophet and to lead his people to freedom to worship god what was the point of the exodus The whole point of it was not just to glorify God in his name, but also to separate a people for himself. He wanted the Israelites to be separated and to be known as his people, his chosen people, the people I have chosen unto myself. And it's not something that happened overnight. That was a plan. He told Abraham hundreds of years in advance that the Israelites would be enslaved. And not only that, he told Abraham, I am going to make you so great that you're not even going to be able to count the number of people who are from your lineage, his lineage of faith. So the plan was set in motion at the foundation of the world. God doesn't do anything happenstance. This election season that we're living through is not happening just because it wants to happen. It ain't even about the Democrats. That's the whole point. I'm trying to connect the two, but I hope you keep with me and follow me a little bit on my tangent. But if you just listen to the story of the Exodus, just look at it from the perspective of how does this apply to me right now? How does that apply? It applies because... This is all about God too. Everything is about God. We we are meaningless in the in the sense of the scheme of things, <laughs> because if you think about it, all about wants and desires. You know what do we want? A nice house, some clothes, baby to vacation. Okay, so a nice car. That's that's nothing for God. God can give you that right now. I, I'll give you a mansion right now. You can have three cars. I mean. <laughs> Money is not hard for me. I give you whatever I want to give you. But that's not the point the point in our experiences is to glorify him. The point in Moses' experience was really just to glorify God. The purpose that Pharaoh served was really just to glorify God. The purpose that Israel served was really just to glorify God. The purpose of the plagues of Egypt was really just to glorify God. It really was all about God. And when Moses was called to do a thing that he couldn't even imagine doing, that he couldn't even Fathom in his mind, how am I going to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh to let his people go? The way I explained it to my children was like, I'm going to go to a business owner and tell him, hey, look, I need all your employees to come with me right now. Everybody who work here, I need them to leave. I need them to come with me. And we're going to go out into a land and they're going to worship God. Come on, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That'd be like going to Trump and telling Trump, hey, look, I want everybody that's in America to come with me. We finna go to Japan. I'm going to take all your people. We're going to go to Japan and we're going to worship God. Come on. That's crazy. So what Moses was supposed to be doing, what Moses was called to do, he couldn't even fathom doing it. But it wasn't about Moses. God told him, look, this is about me. I want you to do this to glorify me. I want to show my might in Egypt. I want Pharaoh to know that I am God. However, he put himself up on a pedestal and he thinks all his power comes from him. I want him to know no, it does not. I want the people who worship him to know no, it does not. I want all the people who worship these false gods in Egypt to know that all these guys fake and everything that they think they know, they don't know. That's us right now. If you Look at, the, look at it from the perspective of what is God doing in this? Well, to me, 2020 has been a year of vision. What God has shown me is that everything that I held dear, that I thought was a truth, like the, like healthcare was for me, like healthcare was designed to be healthcare. I no longer believe that. I, that's a business. Healthcare is designed to make money. Healthcare is designed to tear me down, break me down, give me medicine, and then make more issues than what I already have to give me more medicine to keep me coming back to the doctor to get pay more money to get more medicine. They want to make me sick to give me the cure to give me sicker to give me more cures that cause more issues that cost more money. Because it's a business. Doctors are selling you something. Pharmaceutical companies are selling you something. Hey, vaccines probably don't work. It's all of these things I never even thought about. I knew a little bit about it, but I was like, you know what? The doctor is a the doctor. They're doctors. They, they're there to help me. Everything that they're doing is because they care about me. They want me to be well. Lies. Then he broke down your system of thinking about how the world works. Because you start looking at it like, hey, look, all of these countries or going through COVID at the same time, all of these people are afraid. This is real, this is serious. People are dying. Then you look at it like, No, maybe not, maybe not in the way that they want us to believe. Then you started looking at it like, Wait a minute. So these countries are against America. There's widespread corruption in these countries. These countries would go along with something we know is not entirely true for the purpose of fulfilling their own political needs. Then even further, we learn that churches are not for us. In the sense that we thought they were. We thought all of these pastors, all of these leaders in the church, all of these people that we esteem, we bought their books, we went to their conferences, we watched their YouTube videos, and now we realize, hey, maybe they don't know God. Because <laughs> when I look at this situation, me and them ain't hearing the same thing. So in this sense of looking at it, God has shown you. I mean, if you just sit and think about what God has done. He has shown you that the things that we lifted up, the things that we put up above him, he wants to knock them down. He wants to knock them down in your life. He wants you to see that he's God. The Egyptians were doing their thing, right? They were using the Israelites for their purpose, for their plans. They had been doing this for 400 years. When God came on the scene and heard the Egyptians' pleas and cries and sent Moses, Pharaoh couldn't comprehend anyone telling him that he had to do something different, that he had to acquiesce to somebody who was higher than him. That was insanity of Pharaoh. These politicians that we are witnessing in real time committing this fraud, it's insanity to them to listen to the peasants. Come on now. They don't want to hear what you're saying. Oh, you don't want to wear the mask? No, 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 no. You can't do that because we have decided. We have put ourselves up above God. We get to tell you what you can put on your face. You don't have any right to your face. You're going to kill people if you care about what's going on with you personally. Oh, I'm sorry that that bothers you and you can't breathe in this 90 degree weather outside. No, because you're going to kill grandma. You're going, to kill, you're, going, you're going to kill people you don't know. You're going to just unknowingly infect people and they're going to die in the street. And, and it's going to be miserable death for them. And, and you're a murderer. Pharaoh held onto his power tightly. I tell my children, even after all the things that Pharaoh witnessed that God did after the plagues, I mean, come on, after the flies, after the nets, after the balls, after the blood being tur- the water being turned to blood, all of those plagues that Pharaoh saw with his own eyes. And then God even got to the point like he started showing Pharaoh, look. I'm not even going to touch the Israelites. I'm just going to touch the Egyptians. I want you to see, not only am I going to cause this calamity to come up on your land, I'm also going to give you the distinction of understanding that the ones that are mine, they're not going to suffer. The ones that are mine, that are my people that I'm telling you to let go, they're not even going to suffer the thing I'm going to put on you. Pharaoh still did not let the people go. So as we witness this fraud and we're watching it, in real time, and if you're watching the the hearings and you're seeing the evidence, and it's just like in your face, in your face, fraud. You wonder why these people wouldn't just give up. Why wouldn't they just say, "Hey, you know what? We my bad. <laughs> I, stole, I stole the election. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. Okay, let me let me fix this. Let me go ahead and we, we're gonna we're gonna do an audit. We're gonna look at. It. We're gonna look into it. We're gonna have an investigation. No. They don't even want to do that. They're telling you that Trump is trying to steal the election. The election that they stole. The audacity. The audacity of these people. It's like looking at Pharaoh like the audacity of you. You see that God does exactly what he says he's going to do. You see all of this destruction happening to your people. Matter of fact, after, I believe, the ninth plague, The people came to Pharaoh and was like, do you see what's happening to Egypt? Do you see how Egypt is being just torn down? I mean, could you imagine all of the things these people had witnessed all because of Pharaoh's pride? Because Pharaoh was Pharaoh. And even when he attempted to let the people go, he still wanted to put conditions on it. He wanted to say, okay, look, I'm going to just let some of y'all go, you know, who all need to go? (laughs) <laughs> all y'all, no, 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 Leave the children. And Moses was like, no, God said all of us going to go. Then he said, okay, okay, okay. Leave the livestock. No, God said all of, all of us, the livestock, all our stuff, the children, the old people, the young people, the women, we all leave it. But that's just like Satan. Satan always trying to change it up on you. Right. He always trying to get you to believe in the lie. That he somehow is greater than God. Pharaoh should have known from the first plague. I couldn't imagine seeing all the water all throughout my country. Imagine all the water in America is blood. All of it. The water come out your tap is blood. The water you take a shower with is blood. The water you bathe in is blood. Could you imagine and then to have the president be like, you know what, the blood that y'all see, that ain't real blood, that's fake blood, <laughs> that's fake blood, you know, that's the equivalent of the the insanity that Pharaoh had to possess, because. You want us to deny what we see with our own eyes. Do we not see that same spirit operating in the world today? They want us to deny with our own eyes what we can clearly see in here and we know to be true. They want you to take the common sense that you have to be like, no, that's not real what you see. We're going to tell you what's real. So when the plague happened and they saw the water turn to blood. Pharaoh then decides to be like, okay, magicians, can y'all do that? And then they did it. He was like, okay, well, no, this ain't real. This is not real. The magicians can do it. And then even when they got to the point where the magicians could not do it, he still refused. That's what I want you to get in the midst of all of this it had to happen the way that it happened it had to happen exactly like that so that God's name would be glorified god already knew that he would have to bring the bring the israelites out of egypt with a strong arm he knew that all of the plagues would be for would be remembered forever that they would tell their children and their children's children and they would write it down and it would be in the bible and that in 2020 Amber would read it to her children and then her children would know that I'm God. That's why it had to happen exactly how God said it had to happen. So what we're watching currently, I believe you can't tell me nothing different. That God is still God. He's always going to be still God. Everything that happens is to glorify him. He likes when the eyes are stacked up high. He likes when you have to stretch in your faith. He likes when you have to. Go a little bit deeper into your word. He wants you to get out of the point when all you want is that baby milk. He wants you to get to the point where it's meat. So I want you to have a different perspective on the election fraud. I want you to see it in a way that you see that this is really not even about the election fraud. What is God doing with you? In the process of watching all of this play out, my faith is being tested. And when my t- my faith is tested and I pass the test, then I have grown to a point where the next time I know what God can do. See, the whole world is going to see what God can do. The whole world going to see if you stack up all of these obstacles against me, I can still knock every last one of them down. It doesn't matter that you can build your tower of Babel all you want. You're not going to be higher than me. You can't get to me without me. You can't be above me. The creative thing can't be above the creator. I don't care how grand you think your scheme is. I don't care how much thought you put into it, how much money you spent, how many companies are involved, how many countries are involved, how many Ops, team, special agents, FBI, DOJ, I don't care, alphabet soup, it don't matter. You ain't going to never be Yahweh. You can stack, the, you can stack it up as all. <laughs> Just keep stacking. Stack it all up. Go, go as far as you want to go. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to knock it down because I'm God. And that's what God wants you to know. I am that I am. It doesn't matter how it looks And in fact, God always wants it to look like it ain't going to work. Because at the end of it, you can't say you did it when it happens his way. You can't say it was by my own strength. You can't boast because you did nothing. So all we need to do in this season is to look at this situation like what is God telling me right now about this thing? When Satan gets to this point, I feel like and I'm going to say this because I feel like, you know, we have to really understand that we're not wrestling flesh and blood. It's it's not a flesh and blood battle. It looks like it's a flesh and blood battle. I mean, when your children get on your nerves, it looks like that's flesh and blood. It looks like it's your husband, it looks like it's your boss, it looks like it's the lady at Starbucks, but it's really not. It's always spiritual. Why is that? Because that's what really matters. What's happening spiritually is more relevant than what's happening naturally. And I can't express that any further than let you to understand what happened with Daniel. Daniel was praying. And I use this example frequently because it's just so relevant. You have to get it. Daniel was praying for an outcome. And, And another podcast another day will be just to explain how politics are essential to what we believe biblically. I, I don't know why we separated the two that's alive from Satan. Politics are essential to what is happening biblically, and that's in the Bible. In the Bible. Repeatedly, it has been shown to us that legislation or what the powers that be put in place impacts directly the church. Always. But that's a because listen, even in this situation, I can bring it to just talk about Pharaoh. What was Pharaoh? pharaoh was essentially a king. The laws that pharaoh wrote and told people to do, they had to do it. It was legislation. It was his decrees were just like laws, y'all. They, they were legislation. There was something that he said then it was done. So, when pharaoh spoke, people had to obey. Correct? That's the same essential thing God gives power out. In a hierarchy sense, I mean, even how we look at how America is structured, how any government is structured is in high. It's a hierarchy. There's a top and then there's people underneath the top. So when we talk about the spiritual warfare, that's why God gets you to understand. Like you think about it. Why did God say that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in high place? Why did he say it that way? Why does it have levels? Because there's levels, there's levels. Spiritually. So he wants the world to reflect what's happening in the spirit. So the what we're seeing currently, and I I, I just I want to hone in on this. We're seeing a war play out naturally that's actually happened in the spirit. When Daniel asked for God to come and intervene for him, God sent him an answer immediately. Immediately, the answer came. God heard his prayer and sent him the answer immediately. However, it was delayed. So as Dan was praying for three weeks and asking, like, he probably was like, God, where you at? What you doing? Come on, God, you hear me. You answer me before I need you. The answer was already on. It was already there. But the angel was fighting the principality that was over Persia. So he was fighting the principality that ruled over Persia. He was fighting the principality that ruled over this particular region. And he was held up three weeks. In fact, he says, I had to go get Gabriel to come and fight so I could just get to you. Go read it. That's what we're dealing with. It looked like the answer is being delayed, but it's not. God answers us. However, there is a war going on in the spirit that is happening above what we can see. And so that is what we're seeing right now. We're seeing the devil send out all of his forces. It looks like, to me, just demons everywhere. All these governors, they little mighty, they little tiny tyrants, or I like to call demon-possessed OK, you can call it tyrannical. You can call it hypocritical. They're really just demons. They, it's demonic. It's demonic. What these people are doing to these uh, states, to these counties, these mayors, all of these people in these places, these high places. Come on, y'all. These high places, these high places, they're demonic. It's demonic policies. It's it's demonic with their with their uh even with what they're doing in the hypocrisy of it is demonic. I mean, how perverse can you be to tell people you going to do I'm gonna destroy your whole life, your business, your home, your family, I'm gonna take away your, your old your parents who are elderly who are in a maybe a nursing home. You can't see them for months. You can't go outside, you can't play, your children can't go to the park, you can't go to the movies, you can't have anything to do that makes you happy, all of that I'm gonna take away from you, but I'm going to enjoy those things. But my kids are going to go to school and they're not going to wear masks and my kids are going to have fun play dates. And I'm going to go out to eat, but you can't go out to eat. I'm going to hang out with my family, but you can't see yours. What else is that but demonic? What else is that but demon possessed? What person would treat another person like that? Who else would say, hey, let's go ahead and put some elderly people who have COVID into a nursing home with other elderly people who are who are at risk of contracting the disease and dying? Who who else? would? I guess they felt like it didn't matter about the old people. Demonic. Who else would say that I'm going to destroy your life? I, I want to take all your financial security away. I want you to have no job. I want you to be poor. I want you to be broke. I want you to need me. A demon. So we always have to look at the situation from what is God saying what is God doing what is the purpose of this isn't God trying to always teach me something in the process when Daniel had to wait those three weeks he was being refined he was being strengthened he was being set apart he was having to depend on God he was getting closer to God we now do a Daniel fast in 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 because of what Daniel did and the closeness that he got to God, we now do the same thing so we can get closer to God. So it was a purpose, even in the waiting, even in the waiting. But he had to wait. And why? Because there was something going on in the spirit that had to be broke down first. I have to first break this barrier, this stronghold that Satan has put up so I can get you the message, Daniel. So what we're seeing right now is God has to break through his angels have to break through. I know many people want to look at it like we just need Trump to win. We need Trump to win. Okay. I want Trump to win. I'm telling you, I believe Trump's going to win. I mean, I just really believe that wholeheartedly. And I believe when it happens, it's going to happen in such a way that we're going to look back at this and be like, look what God did. And we're going to tell our children, look what God did. We're going to look at 2020 and tell our children, we're going to tell their children, we're going to pass down to their children. Look at what God did. So we can't look at life in the sense of what we just can see. We see the election fraud. I mean, it's clear as day. We see that, but that's not the point. The point is, what is God doing? So even in, I'm going to get it all the way back to Moses, even in what Moses had to do God had to show Moses as well that he was God. Moses was afraid. Moses was afraid to speak. Moses was afraid to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh, let the people go. Moses had to have Aaron go with him because Moses was afraid to even speak because he said he couldn't talk, okay? So God was like, all right, I made your mouth, but that's fine. Moses, take your brother. He can speak. So he takes his brother. He still has to go. He gets to Pharaoh. Pharaoh shuts him down after the first plague and then makes it harder for the people. The people turn on Moses and Aaron. Then <laughs> Moses got to go back to God and say, God, look, 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 look what's happening. Why you brought this evil on the Israelites? It's worse for them. So in the process, even Moses had to be refined. Even Moses, who we revered, who we, who we now look up to as a forefather of our faith, Moses had to be shown that God was going to do exactly what he said he was going to do in the way he said he was going to do it. Moses had to be brought closer to God. Moses had to look and say this. What God said? That's what God said. It's it's done. That's why Moses could have the boldness when he went down and broke the tablets because he already had been with the Lord. So (laughs) listen, listen. I'm telling y'all, there is something much bigger happening. Even though we see all this calamity and chaos is happening in the natural, it's something so big happening in the spiritual. I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing even when it gets finished because at the end of it, you are going to be closer to God. You are going to know that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that already is at work within us. Period. The end. You're going to know that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You're going to know that What he said he will accomplish. You're going to know that he's not a man that he should lie. You're going to know that God is God of all, that there is none like him. You're going to know that he is great and greatly to be praised. You're going to know that he is who he said he is. You're going to know that he's a provider. You're going to know that he is a protector. You're going to know all of the different names of God because why? He's going to show himself to you. The whole purpose of what God wanted from the Israelites, just like what he wants from us today was to set apart a people to do what? To worship and serve him. Focus on the truth. Get into the word. Know that even what we see right now God already knew it was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen at the foundation. All we have to do is walk that thing out. Just like with the lepers who had got healed. They didn't get healed right away. They had to get healed as they went. So sometimes God got to do it as we go. So just keep on picking up your pieces. Keep on trusting in him. Keep on reading your Bible. Keep on praying. Keep on worshiping and keep believing because as you go, you will be healed as you go. You will be strengthened as you go. You will have the joy of the Lord as you go. He will provide trust in him. Y'all be blessed. We're gonna make We're gonna make